Hey, that was Talking Edge. You're listening to Six Music. I'm Russell Brand. I'm here with Carl Pilkerton. You all right, Carl? This radio show will be a right laugh. We've taken over from uh, Liz Kershaw. If you're a big fan of Liz, I don't think any bitterness you feel that she ain't here should be directed at me and Carl because it was her decision and she's still on um, on Saturdays at 10, isn't she, Carl? Uh, yeah, 10 o'clock. So. 10 o'clock. So what you want to look at it as is like if Liz Kershaw were a head of hair, there's been Liz Kershaw alopecia, a little bit of Liz Kershaw has gone, but the main bit of her is still there, Saturday at 10. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's a good way of looking at it, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas you were a fully bald man. But don't say it as if it's a problem. It's not a problem. You, as you've said many times, you look nicer like that. What day do you think is more important, Carl? Saturday or Sunday? If it was a, a day's face-off, like, you know, Saturday v Sunday. Um, but they're all they're all man-made anyway, aren't they? Right, there's yeah. So it doesn't matter. I wonder if certain days have got essential feelings. I think there's a certain feeling to a Sunday, and I'd say that Sunday is the best day. And if Sunday didn't used to be regarded as the best day, it will be regarded as it now, if only for the next three hours, because we've got like some fantastic music, what wonderful competitions. We're going to be talking about religions, sports, old clock parts. We're going to examine at great length the underneath of a stoat and find out just exactly what makes stoats tick. You're going to enjoy that, aren't you, Carl? It'll be all right, that. Yeah, that's the sweetest of flaming lips. Just get on with some music as well. The flaming lips, the yeah, yeah, yeah song. That's uplifting, ain't it? On six music on a Sunday morning with me, Russell Brand, and Carl Pilkington. What was that line you wanted to examine from that track, mate? It was just just like one of the opening lines in it. It was mm. something about uh, what would you rather have. Right, which is always good, isn't it? Yeah, right, it's setting you some options straight away. Would you rather have, like, all the money in the world yeah. to yourself yeah. so, and everyone else is poor? Yeah. Or... or I, d I don't know what, what the other the alternative is. is. He doesn't say what the other option that is. That sounds like a good one. I, I don't know what the other one's going to be, but I reckon I'm going for that one. Unless the other one is everyone else is made out of jelly tots so you can just gnaw at people. You won't even ever have to go and buy a confectionery. Other human beings will be made out of edible substances. Would you f have a, a moral problem with being rich if everyone else was poor? Is that what it is then? I'm I'm loaded. Everyone else is really. Everyone else, I think that what the flaming lips are offering us is a, a world in which you are rich but everyone else is poor. So could you really enjoy your wealth knowing that there's all that poverty everywhere but do they know do them poor people know that i'm <laughs> loaded well yeah because you'd probably be making ostentatious no, displays of wealth you would call you'd be going away wearing rubies and great that. bejeweled capes i'd be happier if if like i'm just going about and i'm sort of going oh it's bad isn't it you're yeah, poor. what you're acting like you're poor as well yeah just just what's the point in rubbing it in <laughs> because you've got to at least be honest with them how are you going to even enjoy this money um, what are you going to do with it in your ivory tower i've like somewhere to go at the weekend yeah, Nicer. amongst other all poor no, people. No. <laughs> They're all poor. Yeah. Everyone in the whole world is poor, Carl. It's an absolute context. Everyone within the world's going to be poor if you accept this deal. Yeah, but if, if I don't take it, someone else is going to enjoy one it. One of them other mugs, and they're sure they'll rub your face right in it like a dog that's got to learn about weeding in an area. So I think I think you might as well take the money and run, Carl. That's what I'll do then. Rightio. BBC Six Music. More live music. That was Police Young, Fresh and New. And what could be more appropriate on Six Music on a day that we're beginning our new show, Carl, than a song called Young, Fresh and New? Because I feel pretty young, fresh and new right now, do you? Uh, not, not really. No, of course you don't. Look at you, you poor sausage. Right, I've been, uh, I sort of thought that it was Kellis, you, but you think it's definitely pronounced Kalise. It's Kalise. Like it? police, isn't it? Kalise, police. So if you that's a handy tip to yeah. remember Kalise, it rhymes with police. Yeah, that's, that's the best way of doing it. But could Kalise perform any of the functions of the Metropolitan Police, for example? Uh, 
I don't, I've, I've never I've never called the police, so I don't know what I, I, I sort of expect. Well, from you've the never case. you've never found it necessary to call the police in your life. Once. What happened? Um, it was a pain. I won't do it again. Why? Why happened? What's the result of you calling the police? It was someone. Uh, someone was nicking a car, mm. and I lived in a, a block of flats in yeah. Salford. Right? That's a drain on uh, government resources straight away because you're a single man. I can't imagine you're in a relationship who's going to get bogged down with you, and then the council are paying for your accommodation. No, they, no, this was like, you know, a proper pay- I was paying for the flat. And oh, right, fair enough. So, I thought I'd do me a bit, because the area is pretty rough, I thought, mm. you know, we've got to look out for your neighbours and everything. Of course you have. Saw this car getting nicked. Yeah. I thought, oh, not again, because it's always happening around there. Right. right. So, I uh, called the police up, and I was working nights at the time, mm. right? So, it was in the evening, I just thought I'd do me a bit of good. Right? It's good that you've got a social conscience, Carl. Well, it acts like that, the old society together. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying, it's gone, gone now. I wouldn't do it again. Why? What happened to your you? car? Right, so anyway, so I'm I can't stood drive, so it'd be senseless me having one, but I'd like to hear the, what, the outcome. Am I up, right? Yeah. Tenth floor in this block of flats. I'm envisaging, envisaging you as being sort of like a vigilante Batman figure, looking down over Salford, so right. if there's any crimes. This car's getting nicked. Mm. I'm sort of in my underpants because I'm working Getting like Batman, vigilante figure. Were they over your trousers? That's what I'm wondering. So I call the police right, yeah. and I go, there's a car getting nicked and uh, I said, but I'm going to bed. Don't mm. be hassling me, right? Yeah. So he goes, whereabouts? I give him the street name. I don't like the way you're dictating terms to the police for kick-off. You ring up the police, I'm going to bed, don't be hassling me. That's not community's no, mind. No, but I said, look, I'm working nights. Is this car getting nicked? Will you just come and sort it out? Mm. See you later. Anyway, I go to bed. Yeah. Uh, phone goes again, because they get your number when you call them. Yeah. And they're going, uh, can you go out onto your balcony? Yeah. So I'm like, but well, I'm in my underpants. Yeah. <laughs> so they want like, to involve you in it. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Anyway, hel helicopter comes out as well. I'm helicopter? On the, I'm on the balcony. <laughs> Helicopter's there with like a flashlight on me. Right? Really? Yeah. And you're there exposed in your pants, all the little bristles in your head being blown They're shouting the helicopter. down on the floor, sort of saying, point to us which, where these people are. I can see these kids sort of running with the car. No, <laughs> it's a point. Like a point with a flashlight on me, in the underpants. That's ridiculous. Now ask me again, you know, you're saying, why wouldn't you call the police again? I'll That's... tell you what, if, I reckon if you'd phoned Khalees, she'd have been a lot more help to you. Well, oh, look, it's one of them songs that fade in. There's a fade in song. Yeah, Stone Roses. Brilliant. Ah, it's a ten story love well, song. Don't talk over it. I'm not gonna. Pretty things, bang bang, your debt that's out in well, about a week, isn't it? 24th of April, week or so, that's going to be out. Be nice to have that, wouldn't it? And they're going to be on tour soon. You're listening to Six Music. I'm Russell Brown. I'm here with Carl Pilkinson. Before Bang Bang, Your Dead, we had Ten Story Love Song from Stone Roses, and just before that, we were talking about Carl being a vigilante and helping the police with some inquiries, capturing car crooks. And what floor were you on in that building while you were being a vigilante in your underpanties? Tenth floor. Tenth floor. Ten story love song. It's almost as if the universe is bonding this show together. Into, it's sort of there's a beautiful synergy about it. I don't like thinking about the universe. Why? What's wrong with that, Carl? You're part of the universe. You are part of nature. You're the same as the rivers that flow. The same as the wind that's in the trees. The same as whoopsie. Yeah, but you, you're never going to get there, are you? you what do you mean? Know. Well, you're not going to go anywhere else. This is where you are now. Stop worrying about everywhere else. I'm not worried about everywhere else, Carl. I'm just saying that we are part of a greater whole. There is a unity to all things. That's sort of the the seed of consciousness that separates us from dead people, or that you know. Monster. I know, but I'm just saying, don't be worrying about. I, I'm not worrying about Newcastle it. yet. 
Do you know what I mean? And, and yet people are always- I don't think you belong there. I don't think you'd better settle in. I don't think the people of Newcastle would welcome a visit from you, Carl. I think it's the last thing that great city needs, you swanning around a big market causing aggravation. If you are in Newcastle and you've got a view on Carl Pilgerton, whether you want him to come as a sort of ambassador, then uh, you can text me at russell.6music at bbc.co.uk or you can text us 640046. Um, we've got a lot of interesting items coming up, haven't we? The Sunday school item, but first, should we listen to- Oh, let's listen to subterranean known sick blues, shall we, Carl? I'm eating a delicious pear. It's Sunday morning. Listen to Bob Dylan on the pavement, thinking about the government. I hope he's thinking that the government are doing a jolly good job because them pavements are there because of the government. You listen to Russell Brand and Carl Pilton on Six Music. We've got the cardigans on after the news, but now let's all just sit together and listen to things that have happened recently on a little show I like to call the news. Digital radio. Digital. Snow Patrol, you're all I have. You're listening to Russell Brown and Carl Pilkington on Six Music. It's Sunday, isn't it? So we're going to do this thing called Sunday School where we try and learn something over the course of the next few hours, you know, from our own experiences. You can uh, call us or text us with experiences you've had that you think will fit into this Sunday School idea. I never went to Sunday School. It weren't really part of my life. Carl, what's your Sunday School story? Um, well, I didn't, I didn't really go either, but thinking about it now, yeah. I think I'd be sort of up for it because sort of learn stuff, don't you? I like learning stuff, that's what we're asking people to do, sort of. Right, to learn stuff, to enjoy a bit of knowledge. Yeah, I, I just think if every day you can try and pick something up. Yeah. Right? Because I've sort of- a virus I've sort or whoopsie well, in the yeah. street. But I've caught on to like some of the sort of Sunday school stuff quite late on, like that one with the fellow with the long hair and that. Yeah. Who got weak when he had hair cut. Yeah, that's sensitive, isn't it? That's, that's like an interesting story, but yeah. picked up on it late, so if we can sort of pass on a bit of knowledge. It's an interesting story, the story of Samson, isn't it? He had that superhuman strength. It's an odd gift for God to give to someone, superhuman strength, like to, to spread the word of God. And then what happened was, is I think, uh, yeah, that Delilah chopped his hair, a woman called Delilah seduced him, his hair was apparently all cut, his powers were all caught up in his hair, so once his hair was cut, that was it. But he would have- was ruined. He would have looked harder. It's true. He would have been more menacing, so perhaps he would have avoided fights with a kind of a deterrent policy by having this new skinhead that Delilah give him. But I think, do you know what, I think the subtext of that biblical story was, Carl, was one of misogyny that don't trust women. So essentially it was a bit out of order. I mean, I'm not attacking the Bible in any way. It's a jolly good book. It's the good book, let's be honest. Mm. You know, I but- I need to pick it up again and- Who's responsible for your haircut? Well, it's not really a haircut, is it? It's not a style. I didn't, I didn't ask for this. It's this just is just how, how it is now, and it's stress. Uh, yeah, that's what's. Yeah, I've got some more. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got more. I'm more the Samson end of the market. Although I don't think it gives me superhuman strength. In a minute, right? The thing that I want to, the educational thing that I want to uh, impart is that um, I met this cult leader who reckons that all biblical stories are in fact talking about extraterrestrials. Like when they talk about angels, they're talking about extraterrestrials. When they're talking about the wise men following a star, that was the UFO. When they talk about Mary's Immaculate Conception, they're talking about artificial insemination. I'm going to talk about them stories and tell you, Carl, and you, everyone else who's listening, about them things. And if you've got any stories about the Bible or just about your own legs, give us a ring or text us on 64. O four six. I did too many O's earlier, didn't I, Carl? Mm. I, I got. I sometimes, you know, I just get visions. This is 
96 music that was the Zootons why won't you give me your love if you um hear what they were on Gideon's show on Wednesday if you want to you can go to the website you can listen to the session they done with him again at your leisure you could do it while doing something else yeah it's all right, isn't it? That's how life is now, isn't it? It's all on demand. Everything is on demand, Carl. It's a, you know, it's a society of convenience. Near you and I, living like animals on fruits. Right, I noticed the way that you ate that banana, Carl and I are eating some fruit. It was a uncom. I eat a banana. I open it at the same end as a uh, as a monkey would do. I don't think they have a system like that. I think that well, how come all monkeys do it the same then? But how many have you watched? Mm, the eleven. Uh, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter, does it? It's just a, it's a wrapper. It doesn't matter what, what end you open it. The what, same thing's inside, isn't it? Well, ultimately, I suppose so, but you could say that about anything in life. What was that you, didn't you just come up with some mumbo jumbo that, um, bananas are being issued with instructions, or was that just to, to, to no, that, that was me? in the news last week saying that, um, some supermarket or something, people are going, what are you doing? Why are you treating us like idiots and that? Well, they said, uh, the banana said open here. He said, he said open it up, like, uh, you know, here or whatever, yeah, like a. And um, which end of it did it I say? I think it was the end I said. Well, the, the, your uncle, so why don't people, more people go for the monkey method? I mean, if we're gonna, like, learn anything from the monkey kingdom, it all be, be that. But have you heard, um, I spoke to my mum the other day, right? Yeah, um, that uh, makes a change, because I've normally struggled to contact her, don't you? I thought you'd been disowned. My dad, uh, my dad was a bit annoyed with her, because she'd mm. been out and bought a, uh, something they sell now, banana holders. To hold a banana? Well, you take it out I of I just the, thought that was the human hand. No, you, you, you take it out of its wrapper. Yeah. The and skin, then that's you've got cool. like oh, the skin, the banana got, skin. You've got like this plastic thing and you put it in that, take it with you. Why can't you just leave it in the skin? Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine to, to, to give it a... Mad, isn't it? Well, what, what, I don't understand what the advantage is. Well, there isn't one. Unless just... you want to eroticise the banana, unless it was like giving it a little PVC jacket or a little gingham frock or a, a, a little denim miniskirt, what's the point in giving the banana? We're running out of ideas, aren't we? I think, yeah, that's, that's insane. But I'll tell you one thing, right, we're talking about banana peel, well, we're going to have a, a, this is like a John Peel session track we're going to here. This was recorded in 1978, right? It's a magazine with a track, Real Life. This is coming from the, the past. This'll be nice. Let's re enjoy it. The Just Peel look. Sessions. BB. You're listening to Six Music. That was Madness with Our House. It's uplifting to listen to Madness, isn't it, Carl? Well happy, isn't he? He's very, very upbeat about something. We've got an email regarding that Sunday school situation, because we want to learn things today, don't we, essentially, mm. Carl? Mm. Already, I've learnt that Sunday's probably my favourite day of the week already. Tuesday's got no real feeling. Every day of the week has got a sort of a bit of a feeling. Saturday, that's got a feeling. Sunday's got a feeling, a definite, defined feeling. Tuesday, it's got no feeling, but that is what defines it, oddly. Mm. Now, I've got an, uh, a text message here, right, you know we were talking about extraterrestrials, now there is extraterrestrial life, and perhaps indeed all life on Earth was seeded by extraterrestrials, it's something we've got to consider. I've got this email from someone called Derek, he goes, I believe there are extraterrestrials, I woke last night and felt a force leaning on me, I couldn't move, this to me is proof of alien life. So, you know, pr I'd like to investigate that further, his phone number's on there, so perhaps we can contact Derek later. You know, if, if, if he could be contacted by extraterrestrials, we should be able to contact him, shouldn't we? Well, well, I heard that they're coming here, we shouldn't be contacting them. Apparently they're coming here in, uh, 2025 or something. That's no way to conduct a relationship, Carl. It has to be 50-50. You can't wait for the extraterrestrials to contact us. A relationship is a two-way thing. We contact them, they contact us. No wonder your relationship's in trouble. No, but just, just let them come in, it's, it, you know. I like the idea of them coming in 2025. This Raelian cult leader, Rail, or belie he believes the extraterrestrials are coming in either 2025 or 2035, but either way, when they come, he says they're gonna be really nice to us, they're gonna give us all their technology, 
and uh, also we won't have to worry about getting boyfriends or girlfriends or anything because they will bring biological sex robots to be girlfriends and boyfriends with us. So that'd be nice, won't it? They're a bit odd, odd looking, aren't they? No, they're going to be really nice. You can have any type you want. You can have like uh, black ones, Chinese, ginger, white, or any colour that you go for. You can have them. I even I think a biological sex robot, though, Carl, may refuse. So to which get which are the you. most popular one there? I mean, the, the ginger one is that? Does that go down well? I think, I think it probably does. I think that in space, Carl, these people are evolved, so they probably love everyone, in which case they, it makes you wonder why they need so much variety. The but ginger people are normally sad, aren't they? They're no, they're not. They, they are even like cats. You see little fat ginger cats. <laughs> they're not depressed. sad. They're not depressed. <laughs> I think that you're projecting that onto them out of some kind of prejudice, and I don't know why you are. You're listening to Six Music, that was Bell and Sebastian, the blues are still blue, before that it was jam all around the world. I'm Russell Brand, I'm here with Carl Pilkinson, it's our Sunday morning, Sunday school type show. Sunday school because we just want to learn all sorts of different stuff. I've got an email here, right, from uh, this bloke called Dave Richards, it's a, re a really long email but the gist of it is this. He goes, he was walking along and he saw a matchbox. Normally I would have just ignored it, but for some reason I picked it up. Right, this is Dave Richards in Final Surrey. That, for a start, is an unusual act. I was walking along on Tuesday, I saw a matchbox. Normally I would have ignored it, but for some reason I picked it up. Immediately now, I'm curious about this Dave Richards. He's seen a matchbox and he's decided to pick it up. Then he goes, anyway, I opened it and there was a giant bee in there. How big could it have been? It was in a matchbox. With a whole cashew nut on top of it. It was still alive. There was a faint buzz. I tried to set it free, but it would not leave. How did it get there? Why was there a cashew on top of it? Why wouldn't he fly away? Maybe you can help. There's quite a lot of questions there from Dave Richards in Final Sorry, but I've got one question to fire right back at him. Why... Why did he pick up that matchbox in the first place? Like, if I see a matchbox on the floor, that's not even something that would register. Yeah, just kick it. <laughs> I would just kick it. If, if even that, I would. Yeah, I would have no regard for that matchbox. So, I mean, also, it, but as for the bee being in there, I suppose it could have happened in a factory. Bees shouldn't even be alive yet, should they? At this time of year. Um, it's changing, isn't it? They're getting used to the climate. Oh, they're they're, they're adjusting. Yeah, they're messing about now. Yeah, they'll probably they'll they'll continue to evolve probably to the point where they start wearing trousers and demanding our jobs. Well, I've told you now about how I saw one eating chicken. You saw a bee eating chicken? I was eating some food outside, yeah. right? And, um, little, it might have been a wasp, but they're all the sort of same family, aren't they? I don't know if I like your attitude much. There's a clear distinction between bees and wasps. Wasps are regarded as evil. Bees are good. They're all fluffy. Yeah, but if bees, bees are only classed as friendly, because if they sting you, they die. Yeah, so I they're, know, they're there's just that dilemma. It's snidey still, it's just that <laughs> they haven't got the ability to be going about going, oh. <laughs> it's not snidey. That bee is only ever going to sting you if it's really up against it, isn't it? It knows that it's laying down its life. That's noble. That's like an Oscar Wilde fairy story. It knows once it's stung you, it's going to die. So it's only doing it probably for the good of the hive. Mm. A, a sort of a sensibility that you can begin to understand, Carl, but, caring about other bees. But anyway, so this wasp bee whatever came yeah. down I was having some chicken and I'd sort of had enough I was watching it it's mm. crawling about on the plate it started yeah. tugging away at a bit of a like chicken leg it was trying to pull it away from you it pulled a bit away with its sort of teeth type things like <laughs> right it doesn't have teeth it flew off yeah. and it could hardly handle it do you know like they say it bees shouldn't fly anyway there's that thing that if they knew 
that they like, yeah well aerodynamically it's impossible somehow yeah, if, to if beast they were told fly. somehow they'd sort of go oh I won't do it again then <laughs> they're, defi they're defying physics I mean, it, it was all over the shop with this bit of chicken in the air this, this is an extraordinary tale but it also like makes me question what kind of life you're living where you're outwitted by bees you're sat there it sounds like it sounds like so where you're sat in your own filth with bees nicking your dinner no but it's, it's good to keep an eye on it isn't it because no one else has mentioned that about bees being sort of meat eaters. Well, Dave from Farnham reckons they're yeah, that's eating cashews. Not, that's a vegetarian one. That uh, one, yeah. That one at least has got some kind of moral centre, some sort of moral grounding. So anyway, um, like if you want to send us text 64046 or you can email me, russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. What are we going to have a listen to, Carl? Ordinary boys. These boys are literally quite ordinary. Ordinary boys, boys will be boys. I like them ordinary boys, boys will be boys. It's like, you've got to say the word boys a lot, haven't you? T to make that information come across. This is Russell Brand on Six Music. This is our Sunday school. working in perfect harmony though you've upset me mate because like i just hung up carl's jackets he's clattering the place up right and on the inside lapel he's got a sticker that is given to you by charity you know if you give like money to charity out of the goodness of your art they give you a sticker so that the person later on down the street don't hassle you he's kept one on his inside lapel for what reason carl just so i don't keep getting hassled yeah but, not, but say right you've just given some money and it's for children that are a bit ill and then like two days later you're asked to help pandas or something you just go oh i've already given mate I've yeah, already how given. many people me. how many people am i <laughs> why do the they pandas get this are lovely and rare Nice little fellas they are. Yeah, but it's all about survival of the fittest, isn't it? And if they can't do it, I tell you what, Carl, you wouldn't have survived in the world if it was truly survival of the fittest. If, without your banks and your all your things, your support systems, you should know, listeners, that Carl Pilkington's attached to a drip with glucose in it even now, just to get through this broadcast. So if it truly was survival of the fittest, I don't reckon you'd have made it out of infancy. I really don't. Fair enough, though. So I'm not asking for people's money and that and handing out badges. <laughs> I, I paid for that badge. How much? Nick it. I think it gave about 75p. 75p, w w and that's for the Bluebell Fund, is it? Yeah. Well, I think you should be a bit more charitable, because you, you get something back in the end. Anyway, like you were saying about survival of this, is that all nature is a competition, but we're going to do a kind of competition now. Do you see, I've connected those it's ideas, that, Carl. Yeah. That's how, how this show works. Right. So, go on, what is the competition we're doing, mate? So, uh, yeah, we play some sort of sound effects. Yeah. That and those sound effects sort of make up a song title okay we play some sound effects then you have to guess what the song is from those sound effects do we have an example uh do you want one yeah i'd love an example because i'm confused all right then there's one Right. right, well that's disconcerting, but what, like, I mean, because that could be, like, the images that that's conjured up in my mind, let me tell you, are, are quite unpleasant, but like, we've got from what, that, what you are you hearing, what are you hearing there? Right, well I heard the cries of a baby, Carl, it was the cries of a baby, perhaps at the dawning of its life, then I heard the sounds of a liquid-covered young child, and then I heard sort of uh, something dropping on the floor, it could have been a melon, it, it could have been a shoebox, so, mm -hmm. uh, well, right. so what, but that's not a song. So think about what you're hearing. It's, right, it's a, baby. a baby, 
and then it's a baby that's just been born. Obviously, yeah. this baby born, uh, and it's a slippery baby. It's born slippy, born Carl. Slippy. So that was I see. So that was born slippy. That example. So okay. So that's the example. We've got that out of the way. I understand the concept. I'm sure everyone listening understands the concept. Let's do the one that's going to be the competition then. All right. <laughs> 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 right. So you've got to guess the song title from that clue. Have yeah. you? From well, like the <laughs> right. So that I mean, I'm a sh that was some some extraordinary acting. Was that you doing that? No, I didn't do it. That was no. already made for us. You've so. not been trained, have you? You wouldn't be able to manage that level of authenticity. So what are we asking then? People just email in, text email in, text in. If you know what the title of that track is, you can text. Uh, you can email me russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. You can text six four zero four six. So yeah, let's let's all get involved. Remember, it's Sunday school as well. But let's have some more music. This is Six Music, I'm Russell Brown, that was Richard Ashcroft, Music is Power, before that The Beloved with Hello. Carl was suggesting that that song, Hello, be updated with more contemporary people, weren't you mate? Yeah, there's just loads of sort of 80s people being mentioned in there. You'd like more contemporary people to be mentioned? Yeah, Graham Norton. Mention Graham Norton up. Uh, Mandela. Mention Mandela. Mind you, he was, you know, in the 80s, he was probably, if anything, more significant. No, he's more known now. More known now. Things have gone well for Mandela since the old release from Devil's Island thing. It's really picked up <laughs> since then. Okay, so um, Sunday school. We do. We want to learn stuff, don't we? Today we've um, learned. Well, so far, we've learned a bit about extraterrestrials. We got that. Um, we learned about um, bees as well. We learned about that. You said that thing about bees and like chicken. chicken yeah. And um, which I think. Well, listen to this. I saw it. Listen to this. Be this is from Debbie, it's an email. Bees are evil. As a child, a gang of them, I don't think they're called gangs, a gang of them ruined my birthday, but Carl claiming they eat chicken is a lie. As simple as that. That's from Debbie. But why would I make that up? That's I like think the you do it do. for attention, Carl. That's, I think you do it for attention. I think it's to do with your childhood. I, I honestly think it's to do with your childhood. Um, no, I won't forget it. We're, so, we're going to be discussing it at great length. But also, we were talking about extraterrestrials and whether or not extraterrestrials created all life on Earth. And uh, we've got um, a text message from Derek saying that uh, he felt a force leaning on him last night. Derek, we've managed to track him down. He's on the line now. Derek, are you all right? Yes, I'm all right now, yes. You feel better now, do you? It, it's usually gone by, by about midday. Okay, so could you tell us a little bit more about what happened to you last night? Well, I wake up. Yeah. I'm aware that I'm awake, but I cannot move. You can't. You can't move. Nothing I can do, and there's a there's a pressure like a vacuum. A vacuum pressure. It's like a pushing down on me. I can't see anything. There doesn't seem to be anything there. But Perhaps it's just because it's dark and you're asleep and stuff, Derek. That's what worries me. I can't. I, I'm paralysed, and there's a weight on me. It's like a, a pressure. Are you in that bed on your own? I'm on my own in my bed. I'm not surprised, Derek, the way you live your life, the way you carry on. Now, why is it you've associated these feelings with extraterrestrials? Well, when, when eventually when I wake up, I find my pyjamas have been put in different parts of the room. Different? How many, how many artifacts are there? What are your pyjamas? You've got three-piece pyjamas? I've got pyjama bottoms and I've got a pyjama top. Right. And, one's uh, in one part of the room, one's in another part of the room. Sometimes I, it takes me a while to find them, actually, to, to, to relocate them. Um, and it's very disconcerting if you've gone to bed wearing pyjamas to, to wake up naked. Yeah, or vice versa really. If you went to bed naked and woke up wearing pyjamas, that'd be e equally disconcerting. But I tell you what it's not, Derek. It's not Eric. It's not evidence of extraterrestrials, is it's it? It's not the only thing that's happened to me. Alright, because like, now if these extraterrestrials do 
return in 2035. I hope that they're going to reprioritize and start thinking about world peace, solving hunger and tsunamis, and not interfering with your gym jams, Derek. I think it's not as simple as that. I think you've, you're oversimplifying it. I think, uh, okay, but Derek, I uh, thank you very much for your time. We're going to have a bit of a listen to, what, what are we going to listen to? Oh, hello. Waiting for the man, or in your case, waiting for the, no? no? I'll play that in a bit. Play a bit of U2 now. You're going to play U2? Yeah. Just like that? Yeah. Who's making these decisions, Carl Pilgrim? You're out of your mind. Derek, it's been lovely talking to you. Let's listen to you too. The heart is a blue. That was you too. Beautiful day. Listen to Six Music with me, Russell Brand, and Carl Pilkington. I wonder what on earth's happening in the world. Well, in a minute we're going to find out. It's good old news. Digital radio. Digital TV. BBC. That's Niles Barkley, crazy. Listen to Six Music, me, Russell Brand, and Carl Pilkington. Niles Barkley, that's good, that track, isn't it? Do you like it, Carl? Oh, I just play, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's excellent. But, um, that's, do you think that's his real name, Niles Barkley? Niles. Uh, Niles. The continuous form of the verb to gnarl, like an oak tree root. Like, oh, this oak tree root is all looks pristine, nothing wrong with it. Now it's become gnarled. I don't understand it if it was made up. Well, why you'd make yourself that? Why you'd give yourself that name if it wasn't real? Gnarly, yeah. Gnarly. Yeah, well, let's let's investigate. Let's investigate that because I, for one, like the idea of nicknames. I don't know. I'm not comfortable when someone's got a nickname. I always feel like you know, it's like when you go to a restaurant and they go, "Oh, can I have the Marilyn Monroe burger?" Because it's a fifties themed thing, or can I have the the Cracker Jack Attack? Or instant whip. I don't like asking for it. I feel like you've, it's signing up to a bit of a club. It's a bit different when it's food, though, isn't it? Because they're just trying to make it sound nicer. I'm okay. talking more about, you know, mm. if someone was called Marilyn Monroe Dave, I'd go, what's going on? <laughs> Why would he be called Marilyn Monroe no, Dave? but that's, that's where nicknames... That's elongating the name. It's not making it catchy or anything. But sometimes nicknames are, are no short. I bet you can't think of a single real example that's anything like Marilyn Monroe Dave. Right, I know sort of some people like you know it's normally an abbreviation of or, of some kind, or you know well, it's normally something about them, isn't it? Like you yeah, know, I had an uncle tattoo Stan. Now, tattoo Stan. Have you got a picture in your head of tattoo Stan? I reckon. Well, he's he's a member of your family, so he's probably a huge pervert, yeah. and I imagine he was deranged. And I'm guessing from his name that uh, he had tattoos on him. And if he was an honest man, those tattoos would say, "Please never trust my nephew. He's a liar. He should have that tattooed across his forehead." And that's what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Stones, Monkey Man. Before that, we had Nada Surf, Inside of Love. That was a session track uh, recorded for Six Music in May 2003. I'm Russell Brand, I'm here with Carl Pilkington. In Monkey Man, in that track just then, there was one bit where he mentioned a monkey woman. I don't think about monkey women much. Like, if I think about a monkey, I just think about it being a male monkey, really, because, except in cartoons, like when Bugs Bunny gets a girlfriend and it's like the same as him, really, except he's pink wearing lipstick, I think of animals as being essentially masculine. What about you, Carl? Um, not with animals, but with insects. insects. I sort of see an ant and think, is that a man or a woman? Well, I just want to go out with it on a date or something to love it. Which no, it's just, very... just, they just look more manly, don't they, ants? Ants are very butch, aren't they? Mm. Little feathers. Um, so, anyway, let's have a listen. We're doing that competition, aren't we, where you have to guess what... Have we given a name to this competition? Cause I think uh, it's just, just like, uh... It's the sound effects competition. That's that song sounds good. That song sounds good. That's another the That Song Sounds Good competition, which we, we'll name that before next week. Um, have a listen, have a listen to it now, because, uh, like, we've got someone on the line that's gonna have a guess, but let's have one more listen. Ooh. 
what track could that be from those uh, sound effects? I, I mean, I I don't know. We've had we had text emails. Now we've got uh, Kate from London on the blower. All right, Kate. Hello. Are you all right, my dear? I am. Yes, thank you. Are you enjoying your Sunday? No, not yet. Too hungover. Why are you so hungover for? Because it's the day after Saturday night. Um, now also, Kate, Sundays are really not that distinct from other days. Why is that? Because you're unemployed, isn't you? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Oh, I'm not having a go at you. I've signed on for years and years. <laughs> I did Finsbury Park Job Centre, Elephant and Castle oh. Job Centre. It's, a, it's, it's just a bit of drag signing on, isn't it? It really is, yeah. What? So, like, send your CVs worse. Yeah, I suppose so. Now, if you could have a job, what type of a job do you want? Um, I quite like your job, actually. Well, you know, it may seem glamorous, Kate, but you have to sit there staring at Carl Pilkington hour after hour. In the end, it makes you think, what is the point? All right, Kate. There, there is Carl Pilkington. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. Now, did you want to have a go at this competition? Uh, I'd like to, yeah. Right, so you've heard. Do you need to hear it again? Yeah. We don't, we're going to listen to it again? Yeah, go on. All right, let's listen to it once more. You've got to guess the track. <laughs> Ooh. It is mind-bendingly complex. What do you reckon that it is, Kate? Um, I hope. Um, it's Pixies, Monkey Gone to Heaven. I think that is the correct answer. Hey. Well, congratulations, oh, Kate. I hope that this inspires you on to, like, you know, to get out there, <laughs> get on your bike, as Norman oh, Tebbit suggested, and get yourself a job. Here are your prizes. You. You've got, um, classic Hacienda CDs, oh. new placebo album, meds, Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang DVD, that's nice to have that, new yeah. Streets album, Massive Attack collected CD, and, as promised, a picture of a man's back with a certificate of all Authentication. Um, Rick, who uh, works here at Six Music, just said that uh, men sometimes get a knot of hair at the base of their spine called jockey's knot. What do you think about that, Kate? All the hair combines and congeals at the base of the spine. That's just not a nice thought. It's not, but we're going to make sure that your photograph of a man's back has got a little little jockey's knot just there at the nape of the spine there. <laughs> well done with that competition, Kate. Lovely talking to you. Pixies, Monkeys Gone to Heaven. That was, of course, the uh, track that our competition was referring to, our sound effect competition, which we'll be naming. Perhaps send us a, um, send us a suggestion for what we should call that, because I can't just keep calling it the sound effect competition. No, can but, I? but that song sounds good. What do you mean? Well, that oh, that song sounds good. Oh, well, that's what we're calling it. Um, you're listening to Six Music with Russell Brand and Carl Pilkinson. In the next half hour, right, we've got um, Zoe Lucker of Footballer's Wife. She's going to be on the phone chatting to us about uh, our Sunday school topics, which appear to be extraterrestrial life form and theology and bees. So we're going to be having a bit of a chat about that. Oh, Kate, the competition winner. I said that thing about her being unemployed, unemployed and that, because I was unemployed. I think I was maybe a bit over-familiar with her about unemployment, so I'd just like to say, I'm ever so sorry about that. Sh should we listen to Fratellis?
That was Alabama Free. Woke up this morning. Before that was Morrissey. I just want to see the boy happy. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Carl Pilkinson. Before them two tracks, it was Fratellis creeping up the back stairs. It was a while ago now, but I really liked that. Did you like it, Carl? Oh, also, it's brilliant. Creeping up the back stairs. I think that's probably how you describe your entire love life. Later on on Six Music, there's some excellent things, including between one and two, the music week with Mark Sutherland and Julie Cullen. Between two and five, Andrew Collins. He's going to have Richard Erin on the show. Richard Erin's excellent. They're looking at the Sunday papers. But, you know, we can all look at the Sunday papers. We've not looked at the papers today, have we, Cole? We, in future, perhaps we'll have a glance at papers. Only gets you down, though, doesn't it? Sometimes it does get you down. Between five and eight, it's the Freak Zone with Stuart McConey. Between eight and ten, it's six mix. Oh, I like that. That rhymes. And ten till midnight, it's the Mint with Mark Riley. Oh, and when's Bruce Dickinson on? I'd, I'd like to listen to that. He's such an accomplished man. He's a pilot. He's a fencer. He does all sorts of things. I'll, I'll be listening to him a bit more often. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music with Carl Pilkinson. A bit later, we're going to be talking to Zoe Lucker out of Footballer's Wives, a genuine footballer's wife. But what shall we listen to now, Carl? Eels. Let's listen to Eels. That's the Eels, Susan's house. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. It's Sunday, it's just afternoon. Do you know what we're going to talk to, um, you know her out of footballer's wife, Zoe Lucker. We've got her on the phone, talk to her about our Sunday school items, which seem to be bees and extraterrestrials. Are you alright there, Zoe? Hello, darling. Yeah, I'm fine. Why are you already in the pub if you're so fine and happy about life? Well, because I've just had to come out of the pub, haven't I? Well, I'm glad, because I think, if nothing else, this phone call with you might save you from a premature death from alcoholism. <laughs> do you reckon? Yeah, I'm concerned about you. So, you know, uh, like uh, me and Carl, what we do in this bit of the show, we talk, we're trying to learn stuff ourselves and teach other people things. So, we've been talking about bees a little bit. Carl reckons that a bee once uh, took some chicken off his plate. He, he's got no evidence of this. Have you, got, have you ever been stung by a bee or been involved with a bee, Zoe? Yeah, I um, I actually sat on the bee once on my twelfth birthday. Was that part of the celebration, or was it an accident? It, that that was just um, yeah, he just arrived at the party, wasn't invited, and then I just sat on it and uh, and it stung me. You were stung on your bottom by a bee on your twelfth birthday. Yeah. So, so that means it would have died. Yeah. Because this, once they sting sting you, they sort of die, don't they? Yeah. Well. But I think Anyway, so. Oh, right. So it would have died, even if it weren't a one sting and you're out policy, that bee would have died just from your giant footballer's wife bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little thing. Wow. So, I mean, I remember birthdays for me, it was much more about sort of cake and then a bit of an emotional breakdown because of all the attention. One year my birthday cake caught fire. That's a birthday disaster though, being stung by a bee yeah. on the precipice of womanhood. That's right. I literally just got back from Richard Dunn Sports Centre. I'd had a swimming party. Oh dear, a swimming party. And yeah. then to end that on a bee sting. Okay, so that's your contribution uh, on the concept of bees, Zoe. Yeah. Now, what do you think about uh, extraterrestrial life, the possibility of extraterrestrials coming to Earth, and the possibility that extraterrestrials seeded all life on planet Earth? What do you think of those ideas? Um, I think that they, um, I think that they do exist. Yeah. But I haven't actually ever seen one. But, no. Um, you didn't I, meet I, I, one on your twelfth birthday. You didn't sit on one, did you? <laughs> you didn't sit on Elf, did you? After your swimming party. <laughs> well, um, no. Um, but yeah, I reckon. I reckon they must exist. There's got to be something other than just us. I reckon. Well, I sincerely hope there's something other than just you, Zoe, because you <laughs> spending Sunday boozing yourself daft. <laughs> killing bees willy-nilly as part of a birthday celebration that would disgrace a yobbo. It's, it's a worrying thought. Yes. So, so um, if once we come, like, once this phone call ends, are you going to go ambling back into that pub like a, a sort of female Andy Cap? <laughs> yeah, I 
yeah, I'm going to go and have some Sunday lunch, and mm. um, I'm, I'm going to have, maybe have a couple of wines. Okay, nothing, well... Nothing too much, though, because I've got to work tomorrow. Oh, that's good, yeah. That's, I'm glad you're taking it seriously, because a lot of people enjoy footballers' wives, and the thought of you just staggering around <laughs> half-cut sickens me to my stomach, <laughs> tell you the truth, eh? Hey, thanks very much for your time. We're going to listen to Bob Marley now. That's good, oh, isn't marvellous. it? Marvellous, yeah. Lovely. Be, be a right laugh. Zoe, yeah, thanks well. a lot. Look after good yourself, you. dear. And you, Russ. Check seats before you sit down. Will do. Thank Bye. you. Bye. That was Bob Marley, Get Up, Stand Up, I'm Russell Brand, you're listening to Six Music, it's Sunday lunchtime now, I'm here with Carl Pilkington. I like that song, but that's a song that's not really got a story, Get Up, Stand Up, it's about standing up for your rights and everything, isn't it, Carl? Is that what it is? I think it's about standing up, you know, well, it's just about getting up and standing up, really. Sometimes I think it's best just sort of keeping your mouth shut, just sort of walking away. What, from a situation, don't yeah, get up, just, don't stand up? Just, yeah, just sort of wander off. Sit down, go to sleep, wander off. Yeah. yeah, well, thank God Bob Marley didn't have that attitude because it would have been a far more lethargic opus that he left to mankind. So, um, yeah! Just songs with stories, though. Songs right? with stories. Songs with stories. We're going to talk about, um, like, because in the last half hour, you're going to, what is it? You're going to tell a story and we have to guess what that song uh, was. It's not even that good, to be honest. It's just what how, it I just, I just like the idea that when people listen to music, mm. they actually listen to what's being sung at them. Yeah. Because a lot of the time you just sort of go home along, don't you? And go, yeah, I don't know what they're going you on. You don't about. need to know the story. You know, Bob Marley likes standing up. Well, why is he standing up? But you don't really listen. I hope you're not attacking Bob Marley. No, it's good. I'm just saying that people probably don't listen to what he's actually standing up for. Because he stood up for a lot of good things, didn't he? He got them two people with old hands on stage that time. That was an important moment in politics, as far yeah. as I can understand. So what I'm saying is, It'd be good if people could email in sort of songs oh, and they've got have stories, stories in them. to them. And then you're going to give an example of one. Yeah, and I, I guess what it is. Why do you keep saying that? Because I just think it'd be an element of glamour if we have to get. I'm going to try and guess what it is. Well, we can do it that way if you want. Let's just try it that well, way. Well, let's not do it now then. Well, we're not going to do it now, are we? This, right. Uh, right, this song, don't have a story. It's, hey, earlier on, I, I mentioned Velvet Underground, waiting for the man. It turned out we was waiting for the man for over two hours. If I had to wait for the actual man this long, I'd probably just say, oh, just get a woman or a cat or a castle or something else instead. But here they are, oh, it's Velvet Underground. It's <laughs> That's Velvet Underground, Waiting for the Man, I'm Russell Brand, this is Six Music. There is a story, of course, behind Waiting for the Man, but we can't go into that story. We will be going into other stories behind songs later. It's an item that Carl is going to lead. God help us all this Sunday with that item. I don't know what's going to break loose in here, I really don't. But now, should we just listen to the Secret Machines, Carl? Let's listen to the Secret Machines. I'll tell you what Carl's really helpful on radio, is you nodding and using gestures to communicate. Let's listen to Secret Machines. That was Ground Coxon, Bittersweet Bundle of Misery. And uh, before that was Secret Machines, Lightning Blue Eyes. You listen to me, Russell Brand, on Six Music. I'm here with Carl Pilkington. This is our Sunday school show that we do on Sundays. We thought we've learned a lot of things, haven't we, Carl? What, what's the most interesting thing you've learned today? Uh, that there was a bee knocking about in a matchbox with a bee. nut on its head. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed learning about that bee knocking about in a matchbox with a nut on its head. I enjoyed learning that Zoe Lucker sat on a bee and killed it. And what did, what's your bee story? That bee stole some chicken from bee, you? Bee had some chicken, yeah. I mean, you know, it's out there now. People People know about it. People are out there, that's keep it. Your eye out. Just keep your eye out. That's all you can do is spread the word, Carl, about these bees. But th you know what? There is news beyond this. That is, these aren't the biggest stories this Sunday. There are some other things that have happened recently. 
And it's that time again. Shall we have a little bit of news? Digital radio. You're listening to Six Music. That was Elliot Smith, Waltz number two. Before that, The Strokes with Heart in a Cage. You're listening to me, Russell Brand, on Six Music with Carl Pilkinson. Our Sunday school today has been very, very, well, it's been informative and educational. We've been talking about bees and aliens a lot, haven't we, Carl? That's, that's what, what I want it to be, really, the Sunday school. Educational for us. Yeah, and you sort of waste the day a lot of the time, don't you? You're just sort of sitting about. Yeah, nothing. Particularly Sunday. Sometimes a whole Sunday can go by without learning anything. But like you know, on these listen to this. Like this unifies the th twin themes of bees and aliens. It's a uh, an email from uh, Len McGuigan. Len says, "I'd like to say that it's my belief that bees are aliens and that they're already here. Well, we know bees are here already. He spelt belief as well. B double e." L-I-E-F, B-Leaf. It's my belief that bees are aliens and they're already here. Perhaps they did create life on Earth. After all, they created honey. That's from Len McGuigan. So perhaps, you know, Carl, the answer to whether or not there's extraterrestrial life has been quite literally under our noses or possibly under Zoe Lucker's 12-year-old bottom when she killed one on her birthday. So a bee's an alien? This is what Len McGuigan is. He doesn't, in all fairness, he doesn't offer any evidence, but you didn't offer any evidence that a bee stole your chicken, did you? No, but I saw it and I wouldn't lie about it. It's, it's, a, it's a rubbish lie, is what I mean. What do you mean? If you were going to tell a lie, you'd say one like, oh, that you won a but fight I'm, or I'm something. not just showing off, though, saying I've seen a bee have some chicken. I'm saying we should be worried. <laughs> right, it's, this isn't just needless it's attention It's not just seeking. something I've seen. It's not an observation. It's a, hang on a minute. This is a warning. Bees, if bees are eating chicken, yeah, that's meat. Right. Where are they going to stop? Humans, you're saying. That's that's all I'm saying. You're a whistleblower. That's what you are. You're a whistleblower. You're drawing our attention to potential risks that bees could turn against us. Yeah, uh, along with every other insect. They're all at it. Well, I don't see how these bees are going to unite themselves unless there's some Lawrence of Arabia-style bee out there that's going to unite the fractious bee and earwig tribes because they detest each other. Everybody knows that. No, but say like, um, do you know that termites? Right, I do more, actually, Carl, more I wish them. I'd add one to produce this show because quite frankly you've been very difficult to but, work But with. there's more of them than people on this there's planet. There's more termites than people, yeah. yeah. Right, now, when did you last see one? I've not seen one f for a while, my lifestyle don't allow right. it. so what are they doing? What are they up to? They're hiding. Yeah. And there's, there's more of them than us. So All I'm saying is it's like they could be planning. Be aware that they're plotting against us. So if we've learned one thing from Sunday School, and we haven't, that thing is be aware. Now listen to this. That was Prince Sign of the Times. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Carl Pilkington. We're going to be talking about s songs with stories to them in this half. In fact, Carl's going to tell a story to a song, we are, and uh, we've got a guess what that song is. Carl's reluctant to turn it into a game, but I think it'd be nice as a game. We've um, had some other suggestions of songs that are in fact stories. Um, uh, Perry Blank said, Wires uh, by Athlete, that's the story of uh, uh, one of the band's babies who was ill, and then, but is now much better. So Thanks that's the Wires. It's plugged up and now it's better. Yeah, now it's better, so that's an uplifting story. Uh, of course, uh, Samantha Woodward sent in Pinball Wizard that, uh, by The Who. Now, this is apparently about his deaf, dumb, blind kid, but in spite of these difficulties, he's still very good when it comes to the arcades. That's a nice one. And um, Steamy Windows by Tina Turner. That's been sent in by a young lad calling himself Alec. That's a story about getting off of each other in a car, I imagine. Is it? Well, yeah, I mean, you get into a car, Carl, you know, 
have a little bit of a snog with a man or woman of your choice. I know you have a very diverse private life. You know, the windows do steam up. It's not worthy of a, a full song about it, though, is it? That's not the best thing that they could have chose to sing about. What other examples do you No, I'm just give? saying if that's going on in a car. Yeah. Pick some other stuff to sing about, not the windows steaming up. Well, just pick about what, like, oh, and then you touch me on the leg. Well, yeah, all that, and it builds to something. Well, the steamy windows becomes a motif, doesn't it? The windows are all steamed up because of the eroticism, and it's the heat of their bodies, and it shows that the, the electricity and the chemistry between two lovers has physical manifestations, as well as the ethereal idea of love and the physical act itself. Oh, steamy no. windows. Yeah, it's condensation. It's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not that brilliant, is what I'm saying. Rising anyway. damn. So anyway, right. Dry rot. If, if you want to, like, text, well, it's probably best on email now. Think email about it. it. Think about it over the week and sort of think, oh, yeah, what songs are good with That's stories? Story. Send them in to russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. Yeah, send right? in your suggestions. Good that. But the one I'm sort of playing oh, yes. today, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to play it now. So we're going to play it so we're not going to be able to guess it. Well, you can as you go I'll along. I'll try and guess it. Right, it's about this fella. Yeah. Um, gay lad. He's a gay fella, is he? His dad wasn't happy. Why? Just because he was kind of like. That's a bit know, prejudiced, isn't it? I know, but that, that sometimes happens, doesn't it? That's, that's a difficult part of uh, being. A gay bloke and that, telling your mum and dad. I suppose it must be, yeah. How, uh, how did you cope? No, it's not my problem, but it's not really a problem if you're from behind It's just, not, it's just this one of them things, isn't it? Anyway, so he's growing up and what have you. His dad finds out, he, yeah. he goes mental. You so, this, yeah, the, ki the kid's kind of like. Oh, I'm gonna move then if you're not happy. I'm I don't blame to... him because the way his dad's treating him, it's a, it's a farce. Well, in America, they love it out there because there's loads to do and stuff, and it's sort of more gay lifestyle than a straight lifestyle. So I this think. fella he goes to America, does he? he? Goes to America. Might not have been New York, but somewhere like Probably that. San Francisco. Yeah, he goes out there. He's loving it. Yeah, good. It's, I'm glad he deserves a break after the way his dad's treating. He uh, he has a night out. Mm. They like staying out late. He wanders yeah, people back. in San Francisco of all sorts of sexual uh, denomination, interests, persuasion. Do you know what song this is yet, by the way? No, Carl. What it's starting to sound like is it you slowly coming out to me. Well, I don't. I don't want to ruin the end. So why don't we play the song? People can listen to it. And go, oh, yeah, brilliant. Let's listen to it now. It'd be brilliant. That's the Killing of Georgie by Rod Stewart. We were talking about that story before here on Six Music. Me, Russell Brown, and Carl Pilkinson. In a way, the title gives it away that it's not a happy ending. No, I suppose the Killing of Georgie. Unless Georgie was doing the killing, and he was on a safari holiday or something. But that's good story, though. Isn't it? Lovely, it's a brilliant story. Just I hope that Rod Stewart, before he himself dies, pens a sequel and like you know maybe Georgie in the afterlife, living it up, wearing. I don't know, maybe wearing some sequins or perhaps he dresses down, I don't know, but mm -hmm. I'd like to think that there's more of an happy ending to that story, but life's not always like that, is it? I, I like a miserable ending. Do you? cheers you up, doesn't it? If everyone's happy. Well, I suppose if everyone were happy, then uh, then there would be no nothing to contextualise the idea of happiness yeah. with. Yeah. That's quite a powerful idea. So if you've got any, send them in. Russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. Loads of songs with stories. Songs with stories. Play another one next week. Brilliant item. Also, like, ne next week on the show, we're going to be doing more of those That Sounds Good. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That song yeah. sounds good. Yeah, and that's where you have to guess what the song is from the sound uh, from the sound effects. Kate won earlier on, won a picture of, some man's, of a man's back and some CDs. That could be you. 
next week. Other items we're going to be doing is Sunday school. We'll be learning more stuff next week. Yeah, again, if they, if they pick anything up during the week, like send it that's in. Interesting. Send it in on email. Send it in because we can learn think. about it together. This is how we're going to grow, isn't it? As a, we'll think of this show as a sort of a family show. We call like yeah. you know because both of us had very awkward family lives, didn't we? Blimey! So let's have a nice surrogate family now emanating from our show on Six Music. It'd be a right laugh. Okay, should we listen to uh, David Bowie, Ashes to Ashes? <laughs> <laughs> 